Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. The show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous, and the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 452 of Lave Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Sophia, and uh, Chief Archivist of Lave Station, otherwise known as Colin Ford, and joining me in the Orange Sidewinder Bar for tonight, we have our Banksy SRV stunt driver, that'd be Commander Alec Turner. Hello, I'm one year older and not a jot wiser. Uh, how, how do you follow that up? You're, you're basically saying that you're mentally degraded. <laughs> I'm not saying I've moved backwards. I'm just saying I haven't moved forwards. That's exactly it. <laughs> I've killed Colin. I think you might have. <laughs> I've literally killed Colin with my comment. He's he's left the Discord. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, bye. <laughs> also, I'm here. Hi. Hi, Tykit. What have you been up to this Hi. week? Hi. <laughs> um, I'm also here. Hi, Commander Psychic. That's me. Also known as Claire Good. Hello. Hi. How are, hi, everyone. How are you doing? Um, this is going to be a really interesting conversation that we're going to have today, Alec. It's just yeah, about let's just keep now. saying hello for five minutes. <laughs> See what Colin happens. See what hello. happens when Colin gets back. Hello. Anyway. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not a year older, but I can tell you quite categorically that the reason that you're not uh, um that you have you know you're no wiser is because this level isn't a level that you could put into an ASI, and I'm so sorry I've been playing so much Baldur's Gate that that really does only make sense. Is Baldur's Gate's new, right? Or, or, or uh-huh. this version is new? Yes, I've been hearing uh-huh. a lot about it. Yes, yeah, yeah, it might be. It might be a little bit new. Um, um, I, I, I suppose I'll tell you what I've been up to this week. Yeah, let's um, do that. And we, we'll, we'll, um, we'll, we'll, it'll be all right in the edit. It'll be all right. We'll hit it. It'll be fine. It'll be absolutely fine. Keep all of this in. <laughs> it, I've, been, I've been playing, like, pretty much constantly just playing um, Baldur's Gate. 
um, for the most part. It came out on Thursday and I've got 48 hours, 49, probably closer to 50 after the break between um, finishing stream and starting um, starting live. You have torn me away from Baldur's Gate wow. to, um, <laughs> to, to a podcast around so, Elite Dangerous. I know very little about Baldur's Gate, but I heard one thing, I can't remember where, maybe Loose Screws, can't remember, that, that piqued my interest that said there was just a hundred hundreds of different ways to achieve mm-hmm. the same end result which 100%. sounded really intriguing in terms it, of creativity it's gameplay. dungeons and dragons oh okay it, it's dungeons and dragons in a um in a nutshell it's beautiful and um i genuinely didn't think i would enjoy it as much as i have um so far i am fully addicted to it um i that you can romance other char- characters you are it's beautiful and fantastic and i love it so much um it's been it's been a bit of a it's been a bit of a ride it's been really 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 fun but ride in more ways than one um i highly recommend it um highly highly recommend it it is um my comfort place at the moment because it's friggin D and I'm, i make no secret of how much i love dungeons and dragons and it's captured everything really perfectly the, the party got uh, my party got attacked by a cloaker the other day and um cloakers aren't the most common of um them aren't the most common of monsters Okay. And I saw it and I got so excited. I was like, oh my God, it's a cloaker. And I recognized it before I saw the name. And it's just like little things like that make me so happy. Um, so my, my little D&D nerd heart is getting very, very excited about this whole game. And that's literally all I've done a week. I've barely done anything else in the 50, 50 hours or so in game. How about you, Alec? How has your week been? It's been good. Shall we acknowledge that Colin has come back at this point? Or nah, let's see what on? happens. Just move on. Brilliant. Hi, okay. Colin. I, I swear Virgin Media has got it in for me today. i don't got no <laughs> idea what's going on here. All of a sudden it just went, nope, I were pulling the plug. It's all right. We, we covered for you seamlessly. There was no problem whatsoever. <laughs> that is the one. I, I have bought so many games lately. I'm just uh, going, I can't. Yeah, Baldur's it's Gate wonderful. Until, until I've cleaned off another couple of games. I, I, I wonder need what to, you're going to say then. Hey. Uh-huh. No, I, I just need to get rid of Mass Effect. I need to complete Cyberpunk. And I need to... Uh, I desperately need to finish Final Fantasy VII before I go on to a new game. Otherwise, I'll just end up going back to the beginning of them again. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. How's your week been, Alec? My week? Well, it was my flipping birthday yesterday. Happy was, um, flipping birthday for yesterday. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I went to work because, I mean, I don't know if other people do this, but I tend to sort of do fun things the weekend closest to my birthday. And if my birthday happens to be a weekday, yeah, I just go to work. I mean, I did bunk off from my lunch break and go for a pint, but um, there you go. Um, hmm. I went, yeah, so for, for a kind of birthday thing, I took... Uh, Friday off instead, and we went down Surrey Way. Um, we stopped off at a very nice hotel on Friday evening. We went to see Mission Impossible again because I liked it so much the first time I wanted to see it again, and it's still fab. Um, and then on Saturday, we went to the most incredible place. It's called the Sculpture Park in Farnham. And I had 
not much expectation to be honest i mean there were a couple of things that that rang little warning bells so they had timed entry slots to this sculpture park and i thought oh, okay is it is it really small is it like someone's garden and they can only have like five people in at once or something and it also had no cafe and sort of said you could use the pub opposite to get a coffee if you wanted so i was thinking okay probably quite small it was bloody enormous i mean we spent that they have hundreds and hundreds of sculptures dotted around this um extraordinary landscape you go there's a path that sort of winds through forests and along rivers and you there's bits where there's like a sort of catwalk over a, a reed bed lake and and there's just sculptures everywhere like hiding in the trees and mm-hmm. hundreds of them it's it's quite extraordinary we were, we were there for about two and a half hours and i think we saw about half of it um yeah highly recommend really really amazing i'm gonna have to go back and see the other half now uh what else do i do oh and then yeah uh actual birthday monday i got loads more goodies for my um quest too so i've got a very nice uh i've got a nice hard syntec travel case which i'll probably i'm probably going to bring it all to ecm actually if anyone's interested but very nice travel case um I've got a spare hotspot battery for my the, the this sort of geek VR pro headset I've got has a little battery pack on the back, which a gives extra life and it also sort of balances out the weight of the thing. But you can just literally lift a battery out and drop a new one in because it's sort of magnetic, so that's quite cool. Um, and it's a shame Ben isn't here because he would he would love this next bit. I also got the um, the condoms for my controllers and and they're very protective indeed. So yeah, lots of lots of Quest Two goodies. And Very nice. Very nice. Colin, how's your week been? Colin. Oh, hello. Hello. Don't, st- don't don't start this again. No. <laughs> <laughs> Virgin Media, you hold on right there. Um, yeah, let's. Have, I've been doing a lot of elite. Um, I've been doing uh, the. The dedicant, uh, being flying around the legacy uh, breadcrumb trail. Um, I've got next on my list. Well, I took on a, a couple of scythes. That was fun, of which we'll we'll all talk about later. Um, and that's been about it. It's it's been an interesting weekend game. Um, however, today I was I was a chaperoning my son to his first interview for his apprenticeship. That was fun. That was that was. I didn't know who was more nervous, him doing the the interview or me being into, nervous for him. No. So, did yeah. I say that it was at a garage? It was. Um, he so is... so. Did they send him to the shops for tartan paint, a reach around, and a long wait? Uh, no, though that will probably happen in his uh, his trial week. They're going to put him on a trial week. Uh, because they do that with, with all the apprentices to see whether or not they actually are going to fit, um, and uh, yes, we'll just we'll just see how that goes. And uh, will I warn him about the long stand, the tartan paint? paint? Absolutely not. Please don't. No, no. <laughs> no, he's got he's got to learn at some point. <laughs> we're not muddy. We're not. Um, we're not wrapping him in cotton wool. No. Uh, so yeah, so that's been that's been my fun fun week so far. 
Right. Um, I oh, guess sorry, we... I'm chuckling at the chat. There's some great additions. Uh, glass hammer, uh, mm-hmm. a left-handed spanner, sparks for the grinder, I like. <laughs> I've never heard sparks for the grinder before. I love that. Go to the shops and get some sparks for the grinder. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's skyhook. Yeah. Right, well, the development news, well, obviously with update 16 just being released and it being a, a relatively... Uh, stable release. Um, I don't think we. Can, I think we can all agree that there's not really been much wrong with it. No, it's been great. I've been loving it. I have been playing a lot, but I thought I'd save it for a mm. big discussion. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're quite relieved that we don't have much to talk about this time. Um, there are they are investigating an issue with the fleet carrier jump times uh, when update sixteen was released. Um, Either everybody decided to jump the carrier at once, or or something happened. For the last week or so, it's been an hour for really, yeah. Wow, Um, they have it's improved markedly today. Uh, So the people think they must have flicked a switch, or the demand has gone down, or something like that. And uh, everybody seems to be seems to be down to about 15 minutes again. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, So no update needed. I think we're almost there. Sally was cautiously optimistic on the forums today. Um, Commanders have been appearing to have trouble getting the serious permit at the moment. Um, Sally has asked for help with uh, with, uh, commanders who are doing the engineering elevation. Uh, so if you have got stuck with trying to get in contact with Marcus Quint, the stupid bint, uh, oh, I hate that engineer, I really do, uh, then feel free to add your experiences to the appropriate issue tracker ticket. And Remind me, will... what, does, what does Mr. Quint want? Uh, he, You can only access him if you've got a serious permit, because he's in the serious system. Ah, I gotcha, right. Yeah, and apparently the mission that will give you the serious permit is um, is not spawning. So they, they need to investigate that. But uh, as the Joker would say, why so serious? <laughs> Sorry. Just, I wonder yeah. if something's Sorry. been taken over in kind of a similar ilk to the... Um, when you can get the Mimbuni permit anymore and they had to like manhandle something in. I don't think that that's the case because I'm pretty sure Sirius Corp have a fair amount. Yeah, no, it shouldn't be. Um, yeah, you should definitely still be able to get that. Strange. Interesting. Mm, yes. Yeah, so um, that's what there's, there, the devs are saying as well. It, it should it should be working. Could could we please have some logs? So if if you are having that problem, uh, please contribute to the ticket so that they can help. Um, yeah, so... Now, there is a one strange issue that seems to have appeared over the last uh, couple of days. Um, now, does anybody have any more details about people's accounts being hijacked? I can fill you in. A, I can fill you in okay. a little bit about it. Um, I have I have very limited knowledge that I'm receiving sort of third hand from other commanders who are having that this issue ha- um, issue happening is that they built quite happily playing the game, playing away, and um, it started coming up in like their messages and in the notifications that they've been killing people mm-hmm. and um, those kind of, those kind of things. 
Um, I do not know the ins and outs of how people are managing to hijack these accounts and effectively put them in two places at once. But um, it is something that is happening at the moment. It is um, a little, a lot detrimental for thing for. Um, it it appears to be that the hackers who are doing this have been target targeting um, people who are streaming in open because it's always it's always nice for a hacker to get some sort of visibility of the thing that they're doing. Um, also, the, the 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 sort of the hacks are coming in two parts. It's people are getting um, killed by commanders that aren't even online at the time, or when they are online, they're getting um, they're also in open, and there's like two different inst- instances, and it's corrupting logs, which is um, which is a, um, a problem uh, a problem like that. So it it, it is like um, as Happy Moon Monkey um, says, he thinks it's spoofing. I don't even understand what that what that means rather than rather than stealing a password i did, certainly didn't think it was stealing a password i think you have to see the account to be able that's why it's ones that have been in open predominantly you've had to have seen the account to be able to spoof it i don't understand how it works at all in the slightest but um it's making me it's making myself and other commanders concerned to create live content about elite yeah yeah and i must admit i was i was doing the the thing this afternoon and um that's the first time i got i heard about it it was basically i are you actually uh are you actually in open at the moment and i went no i'm not and they went well okay that that gives you a little bit of uh protection and it, it seems that they're able to take the ip address from uh people who are doing uh <laughs> doing streaming and piggyback that out on to get getting some kind of ID or token yeah. which you can... Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I was going to say, for people that are sort of talking about passwords and two-factor authentication stuff, it, it's, from what I've heard, it, it, it's simultaneous. So it's like ghosting somebody who's currently logged in doing doing their own yeah. happy thing, whether they're streaming. And at that mm-hmm. point, somebody can effectively mirror their identity and do other stuff at the same time as them. So it's not like hacking an account and getting, you know, getting access because you can only log in once, can't you? Right, normally, but yeah, it's like mirroring. I, but I, but I think uh, from my, it's my, from my understanding, from one of the commanders you've had, um, their their stuff, um, fucked for want of a better word. Um, it has corrupted their journal files, so they can't get back on with what they're what they're doing that's my understanding i saw i saw um a tweet sort of shoot past when i was scrolling through doing a little bit of research about this um and um it's 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 a bit it's a bit scary it's a bit scary and i'm a little bit disappointed that i appreciate that sally is responding to people um saying we we take this really really serious but um I, i i feel like it would be very nice to see a post about it somewhere going we 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 know that this is going on please um continue to report these via via the via the ticket system or via mm. this link or we have this dedicated um 
place Fred. where you can go yeah. and you can do that. But instead, the Elite Dangerous account today tweeted, hey, it's International Cat Day. Send us pictures of your cats. And it just felt a little tone deaf. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love cats. Just felt a little, a little off kilter. Like, I love, like, it's great. I love the fact that you want to have fun with international in that international cat day. Cats are amazing. But can can we have have like some kind of public address of of what what is going on? And I feel like that kind of misses the mark. And it's not the first time that this has happened from from Frontier. Just oh hey, this is happening. We know what's going on. Wouldn't go miss. Yeah, I know. Maybe they're trying to downplay it and say, well, it's not a big thing while they quietly work in the background trying to track whoever's doing this down absolutely you can say you can say that so why is sally responding to everything going we know about it we're taking these matters seriously mm. do you know what i mean it, it's kind of mm, i don't know yeah well it, it does seem to be a week for hackers because uh, i didn't know this but um hackers are sp- also spawning as playable thargoids inside jameson memorial yeah, I've watched a couple of videos. I mean, look, it, it is quite funny. I mean, okay. it, it's I funny. Mean, yes, it's quite funny. I'm, That's I'm been sure, happening sure. for a while, though, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think it's just another. I think I, I saw somewhere that somebody said somebody did a bunch of it a few months back, and then they got banned or it got stopped, and it's just a, another. Oh, I know what it was. It was that it used to happen quite a lot in um, three point eight, and I think this is. The first time oh, okay. 4.0, so somebody getting to grips with the new code, I suppose. But yeah, the video was pretty funny because there was literally a giant like Medusa inside um Jameson Memorial, sort of shooting people and just floating around. Uh, I think yeah. I, yeah, I think before they've been uh, oh sorry. So sorry, no, I, before they've been able to like the, somewhere somewhere in the deep depths of the um of the code, there is a vague mesh in the design of what might possibly be a Panther Clipper. Everybody drink, but um, somewhere very deep in that code is a, a mesh, and um, there's definitely been pitch, um, been video of a hacker flying flying a Panther Clipper before. Um, Recognizes that, yeah, the Panther Clipper mesh. Yeah, I mean the thing is that these Thargoid, the the they're flying around. I must admit, I did see a video of one of them launching from a fleet carrier. That that was actually quite cool, but <laughs> it did it did feel that well they've got the full Thargoid capabilities, and it just felt to me that okay, you've had your fun. It's really okay. That's 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 great. That's fun. Okay, enough now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You. I have like, I have so many questions. It. Like w- w- when you're doing this and you look in your you look in your fire groups, have you got like lightning and? <laughs> <laughs> you and what lightning hands? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Mind you, if it says that um, if if you can do that, that does imply that the devs can take control of these ships, fly them manually against us. Hmm. Mm. Amazing, but also very naughty. And please don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where I know it's bad, but I'm still impressed that they did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unlike the spoofing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right then. Um, moving from development news, I think we'll have a look, see what the community is up to. Well, first of all, um, Loot and Grind came out with this fantastic video called This is Why People Still Play This Game. Uh, and I, I must admit, I watched that and I I thoroughly agreed with, I think, everything he said on this because 
lately there's been quite a stew um, of videos all being very negative about the game and when you actually look through your YouTube um, summary right at the very beginning you see why I hate Elite Dangerous yeah. Elite Dangerous is dead um, uh, why I'm giving up an Elite Dangerous uh, and all that kind of stuff and you sort of apart from um, Foxy Loxy lately uh, it was just so nice to see another commander actually stand up for the game and say well there are still a lot of us playing this game yeah, there's no way it's Luke and grind, and he has a very nice, chilled attitude. I think we featured one of his videos before. And yeah, yes. I think that the first, um, the first time we did this, where we we did a little community, um, we did the community corners early. Luton and Grind was one of the folks on that. Um, relatively new to Elite Dangerous content creation, but um, and I feel like maybe there there are a handful of commanders who may comment on his video and going, well, you don't have the hours that we have. When you get to our hours, we'll let you talk. That kind of like mentality. Yeah. Um, which is, it, do, it doesn't help anything, <laughs> that kind of, that kind of mentality. And um, his, his stuff is really, really wonderful and incredibly worth, worth giving a look to. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I must admit, when you actually think about you, you buy Elite Dangerous for, say, a fiver or in a Steam sale and maybe the whole thing in for less than £20. Uh, say, for example, on what a Steam sale or, or an, an Epic sale. And you get at least 100 hours out of it. That is still fantastic value for money compared to it most is. games. It's incredible. 100%. I can't remember. I went back to something like, you know, something really good and popular like Half-Life 2 or Portal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in my and and my total hours was something like 35. You know, the these sort of amazing AAA kind of Valve games with a, you know, with a sort of linear storyline. Your your yeah. playthrough time is like measured in tens of hours. So, yeah, it's extraordinary value. Mm. I mean, yeah, I was I was looking at um, Final Fantasy fifteen the other day, and um, I mean, I've got almost two hundred hours in that, right. and I'm looking at it and there thinking, I really enjoyed that two hundred hours, but I'm done with that game now. But I've got over five thousand hours in Elite Dangerous, and I still feel like I'm not done with it. I can't remember where I saw this. Um, it wasn't. I don't think it was in the Loot and Grind comments. I think it was earlier. But somebody made a really sort of nice observation about how there are so many kind of hangers on that can't walk away from the game but can't say anything nice about it. And I think that says something about Elite that it it really gets its hooks into you to the point where when you have become tired of it, you you don't want to walk away. You you still have you know, you want it to be something else or it really gets its hooks into you. I think there's no denying that. And so when you grow tired of it, instead of walking away, which is really what you should do, and, and rather than sit there just poisoning the water the whole time, um, you, you sort of hang around and, and moan. <laughs> it seems to be the... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Way, isn't it? Funny. Yeah, before you... Yeah, <laughs> you stay long enough to become the doom monger. <laughs> Um, on the subject, well, 
Luton Grind might be a relatively new content creator. Let's move to one of the oldest content creators we know of, and that's Old a Scorpius. Old Man Scorb. Old yeah. Man Scorb, is that what you're saying? I'll make sure he hears you say that. Well, you can't hear us because he's streaming at the same time we are. <laughs> it's all right. We, yeah. You flips. <laughs> Yeah, old man, old man Scorb, who sounds surprisingly like Simon Bates. <laughs> Another old man reference there, so don't worry about it if you don't know. Uh, he has been working on his machine, uh, Machinima uh, series for the last, oh, it must must be at least a year, year and a bit. And that's called uh, Elite Dangerous, The Aftermath, Salvation and Consequences, Part 1. That's Part 1 of 3, um, which he's been working on like I said, for the last year. I think he's releasing another one next part two next week and part three the week after that. Uh, I haven't had an opportunity to see this, but the reactions that I've had that I've heard from other people is um, is something a bit special. It's amazing. I mean, there's some serious, serious work has gone into this. It, yeah, it, it, it is extraordinary. Mm. Have you had a chance to see uh, it yet? Yeah, it's like it. I didn't realise it was out until I like I opened the show notes and I was like, oh, I'll look at the community news later. Scrolled all the way down and updated the question of the week um, stuff, and then come back and I'm like, oh my god, Scorb's video that he's been working on forever is is uh, the first part is out. So um, I know what I'm doing after leave before yeah. I restart Baldur's Gate again. <laughs> I, I think it's got quite a lot of likes. I mean, I would say, that, you know, the sort of publicate the publicize publicization is that word of it is <laughs> quite low key. You know, I I just happened to spot he'd posted a forum thread announcing it, and I think there's about four comments and five likes on the forum thread. Uh, you know, and a little bit on Twitter, there's a couple of tweets with a few likes. Um, but when you watch the video, I mean, this this deserves it deserves far more a- attention. It's yeah, extraordinary. It, it, it it deserves to be highlighted a lot higher. I'm surprised that um, it's not higher up in Reddit and all the rest of it. So you know, it's a, it, it is something special. So I will. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there we go. Uh, well, we'll move on from score because he's too busy uh, beating us in the ratings, probably. <laughs> uh, so. We have a list of the new Thargoid Barnacle Matrix sites. Yeah, I dropped this in here, but maybe maybe we we could also just drop it into the main discussion. I'm not quite sure what the source of it is. I kind of assume canon. Does anyone know? Actually, I actually, don't know. <laughs> Shay, I think I saw Shay in chat. Shay might know, because I think it was the Buckyball Discord where I originally saw this. Um, did, but did, yeah, someone, it's... did someone just out canon canon? <laughs> I doubt it. I mean, I'm sure they'll. One of their members will lay claim to this. It's what's interesting is um, we'll come on to this more. But yeah, there's there's about five or six Barnacle Matrix sites per Maelstrom. So there's a good forty, fifty of these sites now. I think in this list, I've been doing a bit of a grand tour of them. That was the other thing I was going to say in the beginning of what I've been doing this week. But um, I thought I'd go and see loads of them because obviously each one is on different planets and with different lighting. And so if you happen to go to one of these matrix locations mm-hmm. and it's dark or a bit dull, then then go to this list and pick a different one because there's, there's icy ones and there's sort of desert ones and they're, they're fabulous. Yeah. But more later. More later, yes. Uh, that is the one thing. Uh, 
I mean, I thought I thought that was made up to begin with, but we'll, like I said, we'll, we'll talk about the the Barnacle Matrix stuff later. Now, um, Commander Mechen has done a in depth analysis of the scythe called Know Your Enemy. Now, I've tangled with a couple of scythes, uh, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and while I was at the Desient, Desient, uh, Desient Dedicant, rather. Um, I managed to rescue some people. I got some uh, intact escape pods. Wow! Did you snatch yeah. them out from under the nose of a scythe, or or did you just get? No, them I busted. I busted open uh, one of the. Well, the only. Um, there is, I think, one. Uh, ear sort of um, escape pod hatch thing that you can blow open. Oh, I know. What do you need? Hatchbreaker, Olympic. You need a hatchbreaker. Managed to get that out. As soon as that happens, the guns open fire on me, which I wasn't expecting at all. Uh, and so I managed to get about four or five of them jumped away. And as soon as I jumped away, I got scythed <laughs> twice. No, I actually got scythed three times, um, trying desperately to get the, these... these um, uh, the, the ships to the, these escape pods to uh, to safety. I failed on the third attempt. Wow. Yeah. Um, first time um, I got involved in the dogfight with the scythe. Uh, after he used his hatch breakers and managed to spring all um, all the escape pods. So the only way then you can save your escape pods is by shooting down the scythe. And that's your your only chance of getting them I back, right? Uh, the second time, uh, I was low on ammo uh, and did the the same trick that I've used with a glaive, which was as soon as I, we got hyperdicted, as soon as into real space, um, hit silent running, boosted away, dropped to heat sink. That seemed to work. The third time, and this is my mistake. Um, I did. I was going to do the same thing. I went to silent running, dropped a heat sink, but then instead of just keeping on going, I turned towards the planet. And at that point, the side got too close to me, saw me, opened fire, and I didn't have the, um, I didn't have enough ammo to take it out. So, it was a it was a lose lose situation unless you're able to destroy that side. Or you you evade that side, you are you know you've lost your cargo. They they are very good at being pirates. Yeah, I had heard. I mean, obviously this this defeats the object really, but I had heard that if you give them your cargo, then they tend to leave you alone. Well, if you give them a um, escape pod, your, yeah. I mean, because I mean, no, all your escape pods. You, it's not just one. You've got to give them all. They've got to mm-hmm. take all your escape pods. Right. Okay. Um. You know, once they've got all your escape pods, they're not interested in you. Even if they destroy your ship and you become into an escape pod, they don't go after you. How's that for permanent death? <laughs> it, it, what, there's a couple of things I wanted to say on um, sides. Actually, we. I think did I? I think it was last week's show. Joked about like um, giving them slaves and stuff. Yeah. But apparently, it's no joke. Apparently, they, they will work. Take, 
they will take not only escape pods, but if you have if you're rescuing passengers, they will take them and they mm-hmm. they they somehow sort of your your passengers effectively jump into escape pods as they get ejected. Um, and I believe I read somewhere that they will even take slaves. Yeah, any any kind of form of human cargo or um, it will take, which is brilliant. Wild. I know. That's what, so good. What got me was the passenger ones. And it's not just escape passengers uh, from um, other, you know, from the, the burning stations. This is if you're just doing a normal passenger mission and you get too close. Brilliant. Because uh, they will come after you. Um, it does, this does seem to be a range. It's like um, if you are within a Thargoid system, whether it's alert or occupied or invasion, scythes will be there. But also, if you're one, if you're one system over from it, scythes will also come after you as well. Really? Yeah. It, it, it's really weird because I was in two systems um, and there's no Thargoid activity on them at all. This is, and that's where the side got me. And I'm there going, how come? And then I found out that um, I'm within 10 light years of an occupied Thargoid system. They're actively yeah. on the hunt then. They, they are actively, actively on the hunt. That's exciting. It is, isn't it? so yeah. exciting. It is great. And, take, and taken in kind of conjunction with the, um, the dedicant logs and just how horrific those are, it's oh my genuinely God. creepy. <laughs> I mean, it really the, is. The only thing I wanted to talk, say on sides, and it's kind of the flip side to that, I'm, I'm sure this will settle down. But clearly, I, I would suggest frontiers intention is that you know we're we're happily rescuing you know going about our business rescuing people from war-torn systems and Mm -hmm. we're horrified to discover that thargoids are coming after our cargo and we desperately try to get our cargo back but my observation in week one and I confess this is exactly what I did myself, is that I went out of my way to buy occupied escape pods and then went round looking for Thargoids to feed them to because I wanted to see this new thing that Frontier added to the game. (laughs) So maybe it'll settle down, but I did just wonder, it felt like we need a really good incentive. To not do it. Yeah, because... The flip side in, of incentive is you get to see this cool thing and you can go in the camera suite and you can watch their thin pits coming and going and it's a spectacle. And, you know, that's quite a big reward in the game, a new thing to see and watch. Yeah. So if if we're supposed to not want that to happen, then we need a good incentive to to not let them have our humans. Was yeah. my one thought. It's, oh, my God. Amazing. <laughs> The incentive is that if you are doing these um, evacuation missions, the evacuation mission will fail, and thus the Thargoids will then, therefore, get more Yeah, but more pretty influence. images, Colin. Yeah, true. Forgot about that. <laughs> no wonder the galaxy actually hates commanders. When you what think about, about it. What about our, our aesthetic? What about our, our want our, to experience new things? <laughs> Fuck those generic escapees. Um, the, the reason I've got 150 still in the pods on my fleet carrier. Oh dear, you, you're there thinking, right, sound, sound, time, to sound, ah, time to send out for them for Thargoid munchies. Yeah. I, I will be, I will be the Thargoid Uber Eats. It will happen. 
a quick update from Shay. It, it sounds like that um, Thargoid Barnacle Matrix uh, spreadsheet might be from Hutton Trucker's Hacks Wing. Oh, uh, cool. Where Atrus5060 linked it. Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently also in the chat they're saying that the ECM will stop the, heart, the hatch breakers. That means that the, the ECM is now useful for two things. Yeah. Uh, Both of them Thargoid related. Who'd have yeah. thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, normally I have a uh, point of defense turret on my ship, which used to discourage. Does, discourage, Does that um, not take out thin pits? It doesn't. Doesn't Ooh. seem to. It maybe that little, to. maybe that little force field thing that it seems to have around it when it when it yoinks the. Um, when it yoinks the escape pods, it kind of puts them in that little bubble thing. Maybe, mm. th- maybe um, that is why the um, point defense doesn't work. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I must admit, uh, the point. I was hoping that the point defense would work against the the caustic missiles from Thargoids. They never have done. No. But the AX cannons, when you obviously target a caustic mission missile, can take them out. Which yeah. is the godsend that I discovered in the middle of middle of a, a Thargoid combat zone. Far too late. Everybody else knew it. I didn't. It's whack on a load of caustic sinks that'll sort that problem right out. Yes, yes, it does. So yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying the interactions with the scythe. Um, in a in a kind of I'm scared of them, but not as scared of them as Gleaves. Yeah, me too. I, I need to go back to them. I got distracted by um, Thargoid Barnacle Matrixes and <laughs> never went back to the sides after that. But, yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely um, play more. Yeah, and definitely enjoying that. Okay, um, well, moving on from... Oh, and the subject of the glaive, um, Daniel Cloudbuster uh, has reported that he's... he's ob- well, he's observed that the glaives that he's been dealing with lately are not behaving in the same way um he's actually able he claims that he's been able to outrun glaives and evade them in his uh imperial clipper uh and it's got a boost of uh, 580 so i mean that's pretty close to my my clippers at the moment but previously the glaive would just overtake me like mm. every single time and just Lightning me to <laughs> uh, to stationary. Uh, I mean, has anybody else seen this yet? Or is no, it... I haven't. No, I, I've heard this rumor that they've slowed down a little bit. I can't say it was my experience. Um, mm. So I did get caught by glaives a couple of times, and they it's sort of what I experienced before, which is you know I use the silent running trick and it feels like as long as I boost in the right direction and I'm quick enough, mm-hmm. I, I seem to be able to slip the net and then they don't know where I am. But the minute they know where I am, they're on me and I'm I'm toast, basically. When I try to get to the dedicant, they certainly seem to have the same, the same behaviours, but it could be absolute, that could be completely incorrect. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of these weird... Weird things where um, you're getting some commanders claiming that they're able to do this and other commanders are, are just in denial whether or not it's, <laughs> it's happening or not. So, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. 
we'll have to we 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 hope that uh, uh, Daniel Cloudbuster could provide us with a little bit more sort of video evidence maybe <laughs> I would like to see them toned down just just a little bit just 10% because they're, they're a bit of a ball ain't when you get caught by one it feels a bit like falling into the exclusion zone of a white dwarf you sort of know you're Post. You're dead. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like well, uh, I'm I'm definitely if I manage to get out of this alive, I'm definitely have to, gonna have to retrace my steps so I can um, fix my ship up a little bit more. You know, every single time that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Uh, well, moving on from uh, the the glaives, um, it's funny that you sh- that uh, people are. Uh, talking about old cool, old stuff is that Commander Dylan or Dylan D rather, um, he thinks that he's, or he, they, she um, has, thinks that they have uh, stumbled upon a clue to Raxler which is um, a, there is a particular shipyard uh, not far from where President Halsey was abducted that um, has got what looks like a transmitter on it that gives out alien signals, yet it matches the the uh, symbol for Raxler in the codex. Where, where um, are you saying it matches the symbol? Well, uh, it's looking at this, it's... Um, looking at the, the Reddit post, there's this, this symbol that he's, they've got from the... Hang on, I'll just copy the image. <laughs> that. Right. And it, it matches the layer of this transmitter with that bit in the centre. And when you actually get close to the transmitter, it sends out alien signals. Signals that nobody's actually come across before. Okay. Yeah. Personally, um, I I don't think this. I mean, I love the fact that he that he's jump, jumping to these conclusions. Personally, I think that um, Raxler is still just one system that only David Braben knows about, and its its, it's location is hidden in the book in his desk, according to to Ed Lewis. <laughs> so you you oh you say that but like we we've been a little bit loosey-goosey at the moment with um with stuff that we're talking about um the the absolutely beautiful absolutely incredibly beautiful michael brooks tribute um Mm. is is lovely the very last log mentions raxler and of course it was always going to because it's michael brooks and um that stuff but it didn't need to. It didn't have to in the way that it has. And I, I, it doesn't surprise me that we have more people more interested in picking up on that trail again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, the guys tr- who were trying to, to track down the, the Dark Wheel, I mean, that's still going. They're, they're still a faction and they're still active. Um, I do believe they, they think they know where the, the Dark Wheel station is. But it's in one of the uh, restricted systems that nobody can get to at the moment. So yeah, I mean, I, I like the fact that there are still these little mysteries hiding away, and 
whether or not Frontier have actually put something in for them or whether or not it's our imaginations running riot, I'm enjoying it either way. Yeah, I was going to say, if it was me, even if there was no sort of final thing to be found in the game, I would put some little Easter eggs in just to just to keep the mythology alive. Wouldn't yeah. you? The odd hexagon that matches another hexagon just <laughs> just to, just to screw people over. People yeah. love love this sort of stuff, and yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's funny you should mention that. Remember the old um, Drew Wagar um, mystery about heading out for the uh, to look for yeah, at the end of his at the end of his book. There was a a, a mystery saying that uh, Salome was heading out to look for this particular missing spaceship or mission that was part of the right. part of the plot and they'd actually put the ship in um from what drew said was that originally all you would find would be an anaconda with a little message saying well done you solved the mystery uh but when they were doing the sequel book that was just about the time that megaships came out so they changed that anaconda to one of the new megaships Right. and put the audio logs in. What I suspect is, is that if we do ever do find Raxler, it will be like the first time. It'll be something like one anaconda that says, you found Raxler, congratulations. <laughs> Can you imagine? Raxler, like, Raxler was here on a little signpost in the in the centre, wherever that was. Thanks, Norm, for that absolute gold. I could have been sat here waiting to slip that in. <laughs> Uh, I made it to Raxler and all I got was his crummy t-shirt. Maybe we get a t-shirt now. Maybe we do get a t-shirt. Yeah. I, I think we should start making up t-shirts for, for uh, Burpit or ECM. <laughs> Raxler was here. <laughs> uh dear. I mean, uh, yeah. Good luck, Commander Dylan. I hope I... You know, if if something does turn out from this, then good luck to him. I mean, I know I had my own theory and it turned out to be absolute pants. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I think uh, no one, yeah, keep, keep digging for now, but I think no one to stop and walk away from... Nobody, uh, none of, no, I'm sorry, you can't say that to a Rexler hunter. <laughs> you cannot say no one to stop and walk away to a Rexler hunter. It's, it's not in their vocabulary. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's... <laughs> uh, Obsessive much? Ooh, just slightly. Smidge. Just smidge. <laughs> well, moving on from there, Beetlejude has been at it again. She has put together a lovely painting uh, of um, Rini's cobra from the, you know, from the bird pit, uh, landing or approaching a planet via a sunset. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it's, it's a fantastic um, oil painting, this. I, I love it when Beetlejuice does oil paintings because for some reason they just oh, they're so classical if you see what I mean it's very pretty yeah. it's very yeah. very pretty so yeah we've, we've put a picture of it in the, on the show notes you'll, you'll all be able to see it and it's in Reddit and things like that so no. LCU no fool like one has been busy. He's come up with the Winking Cat card game, which will be at ECM. 
And as a as a fan of these kind of games, I'm looking at these look very well done. Yeah, it's super professional looking, isn't it? They're, they're, they're fab. I gather. Yeah. I, I gather he can't. Um, he can't sell these. I think he's had a couple made, a couple of sets made, but he, he, he's not licensed or anything, so he, he can't sell it. But, um, but I will. think he, one of them is going into the. At least one of them is going to the raffle at ECM. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah, and there's obviously artwork there based on. Uh, LCU and also Elite Dangerous artwork in there, and yeah, it's good to see that the winking cat is not being forgotten. Yes, I might try and get a game of this. It looks fun. It does look really fun. Yeah. Uh, um. Oh, right. And um, we've got Super Super Chicken Wings. Yes, no, Super Chickens, Wings yes. of Our Life stream. Gotcha. He's, there's a big stream marathon <laughs> for Super Chicken. Uh, well, well, not for Super Chicken. Super Chicken puts on every year. Um, he puts on this stream marathon over the space of um, uh, normally over a full weekend for um, uh, a kids' charity in... Um, in um i think i think it's australia i think it's starlight children's fund um trust yeah. if memory serves um and they raise a butt ton of money for charity every um every year and it's um it's really great um as of recording today i know he's had a couple of people had to pull out because of the situation that's all going on with um uh elite and um the spoofing of accounts and things like that if mm-hmm. that gets sorted out it's not going to be it's not going to be so much of a problem but if it doesn't it um it's this weekend um they they're going to be streaming anyway i don't know whether they'll they'll pivot to different games or things like that but really yeah. really worthy children's charity yeah apologies for that i mean i just saw super chicken's wings and i thought yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I could. I could just imagine some commander called Super Chicken Wings. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> right now, that brings us to the end of the community news. If you have a community event which is taking place soon, and would like us to shout about it across the airwaves, tweet the crew at Lave Radio or email info at laveradio.com. Uh, we'll take a, a a couple of minutes to enjoy some adverts, and then we'll be come back. Get ready. L A V E Radio. There's bargains, bargains, bargains at Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium haven't just been slicing carcasses, but also slicing their prices. All unspecified meat sausages, now two for the price of one. A pack of assorted meat steaks, now with 50% more meat at half the price. How about chops? A surprising meat chops now also 50% off. And introducing our massive meat hamper. It's a family of four. No, 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 that should say feeds a family of four, right? Stick to the script, Claire. It says it's a family of four. Okay, I'll stick to the script. Yeah, you do that. It's a family of four. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. Find us in the Lave Business Directory or visit us next to the station mortuary. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. You'll wonder how our prices are so low. (laughs) 
out there, there's a ship just for you. A ship that can carry to the furthest stars, jumping long distances whilst offering an unobstructed view of the galaxy. A ship that can also pack a decent punch if the pirates come knocking. A ship that feels safe. A ship that feels like home. The Asp Explorer. A great ship at a great price in a competitive galaxy. Fly far. Fly safe. Fly in front of us. Lave Radio, broadcasting to every corner of the galaxy. And welcome back. Well, um, let's quickly catch up in the Galnet news, uh, which have happened in the last week. Well, there's not been there's been two entries. Um, on the Thursday, the third of August, the fate of the uh, dedicant was revealed on Galnet News. Um, yeah, it, let's let's just say we'll, we'll be touching on this later. But um, yes, it it was finally announced that it's been discovered to the wider galaxy, and it did not end well. Uh, and then on Friday, the fourth of August, surprisingly enough, those the very same cultists on board the ship were blamed for the whole thing, <laughs> which. It's kind of true. <laughs> they wanted to meet their far god, and um, let's just say their wish was granted. <laughs> yes. Um, so, not much news in the way there. Uh, as far as the Thargoid War itself is going, um, yes, again, we don't have any invasion systems this week. Uh, alerts. Have all the alert systems been cleared so far? Yes. Yeah. yeah, so so that means that there'll be no invasion of systems next week either. So depending on whether sh- whether um, shit is reacted to, or lines get blurred, or um, numbers get sliders Bunched. get moved. <laughs> yeah, so that is still a possibility that um, they might decide that oh they're, they're doing a bit too well. Let's crank the difficulty up a little bit. But also one would like to think that scythe activity is going to feed into this war simulation somehow. Mm-hmm. I would have yeah, thought so. I'd hope so, and considering the success that the scythe had against me, well, um, yeah. Just imagine if this, if one escape pod is the equivalent of a Orthrus or a, or a Thargoid being sampled. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and see how this all plays out. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's the get the uh, end of the in-game events this week. Uh, so I guess that means it's that time of the week again. Score alert! Welcome back. Well, uh, the there is new stuff in the store, and I must admit, 
I've already fallen for it. The <laughs> new survey ship kits and paint jobs for the Code Mark III, the Diamond Bo- uh, the Diamondback Explorer, the Asp Explorer, the Python, the Imperial Cutter, the Federal Corvette, and the Anaconda have been made available. Uh, the blurb goes: Explore the unfathomable expanse of space with this survey pack themed for exploration which includes four themed kit pieces for your ship and six themed paint jobs. And as soon as I saw this, I bought one. (laughs) Brilliant. I bought one for my Asp Explorer, and my Asp Explorer now has the most massive um, radar dish spinning around on the top. It's It's so (laughs) cool, the fact that they move. It's Yes. Yeah, this is a first, isn't it? They made a thing about this, that this is the first time ship kits have had animated parts yeah and if you, if anybody who played the old games of frontier and first encounters you'll know that when you actually put uh, certain scanners on board your ship uh, pieces of equipment then you would have little scanning or little uh, scanners which would appear on your ship and spin uh, just to signify that you know your ship has this certain type of scanner uh, and we've got something similar and uh, although the first thing that i thought of was the millennium falcon losing that scanner when it's going through a, a very narrow oh, yeah. <laughs> very narrow um installation tunnel <laughs> they're all so individual aren't they they're, it's not like cut and copy and paste onto all of the different ships no, it, make, it makes the cobra look like a wannabe crate, though. I love that. It makes cobra cobra looks like a bit a bit of a wannabe crate. They, I'm 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 not gonna lie. I've not been back online um in game to buy one, but you bet your ass I'm buying that for the Corvette. Holy shit, it is so beautiful. It is, isn't it? I mean, I must admit, it's um. I, th- I mean, first of all, I was humming and hiring about the hoodies last week. I've still gone and bought them, but I was humming and hiring about it for absolutely ages. Uh, should I? Should I not? And then all of a sudden, this came out, and I went, "Right, get! I'm, I'm having that many arcs, and I got, I made sure that I could get both." <laughs> yeah, the the thing is that if you want it on more than one, yes, then you'll go in. Then you're going okay. I'm gonna, I've gotta buy, I've gotta buy the full ship kit on one ship, on one ship, and the full ship kit on yeah. the other. Really, just stack up. But they, they are pretty, and every single one has a pink variant. So I'm very, very happy with that. <laughs> yeah. So well, you're definitely, you're going to definitely get one for the for your Corvette, Alex. Yeah, is, I might use the Python as well and the DVX. They're really pretty. They look quite Moorish. <laughs> I mm, I seem to be in in a very small minority, but I I'm not sure about these. No. What? I know. They. Mm. What is it that you don't like about them? Yeah, go on. Um, this this I must hear. They they really do look like you've you've taken a nice ship and then stuck all sorts of bits all over it. It is a little bit. It, it, I, I understand where you're coming from with that because it does look a little bit, even on the skin pattern on some of them, look a little bit like it's decal heavy all <laughs> over it. I, I get it, especially on the Cobra, I think. 
I, I'm looking at all of these, the, the, you know, the different screenshots that are cycling through on our Twitch stream at the moment. And in almost every case, I'm thinking those are, those are fun, but wouldn't that shit look better if you took all those bits off it? Actually, I disagree because I have, on my um, ASP, it's got that pattern on it, but it's also been mixed in with the Stygian red. And it looks absolutely fantastic. Right. I think that you might change your mind depending on what the base skin you've got on your ship is. It is true, actually. I mean, the, these examples are kind of fairly plain white ships with mm-hmm. coloured bits stuck on, and they really accentuate it. I have seen a few screenshots where they, they yeah. look much put more that, integrated. Put that on Midnight Black. Yeah, but also, the, like the big spinning radar dish. Uh-huh. I can't quite put my finger on what genre of science fiction it reminds me of. Does anyone remember Bleep and Booster, which was from some like boys' own science fiction annual in the eighties? Or no, I remember something called yeah. Wizards and Chips, but that's about it. It's None so... of these things make any sense to me. Don't just, worry about it. Just a little bit silly. <laughs> a big dish slowly rotating on the outside of your spaceship. It doesn't quite fit in my model of what elite dangerous science fiction <laughs> Millennium Falcon. I, don't know. I don't know it's it's not quite doing it for me there you go i'll leave it at that yeah oh well i guess to each their own um i'm, I'm afraid i'm sorry I, I as soon as i saw that it was for the aspect explorer i just had to have it and yeah it's um uh, do any of the other bits move, or is it just the dish that rotates? It's just the dish that moves. But um, let's let's be honest, that's what I got it for. I wanted a moving dish. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, how does the chat feel about it? I mean, are they all... <laughs> not... Uh, yes. Wintermute says that silly is the word I'm looking for, but I can't tell whether he agrees with me or not. <laughs> My husband has it on his condo and loves it. Right. <laughs> Although, and yeah, he he was very excited when he bought it as well. So, um, can confirm that that is actually the case. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just looking at the, yeah, is it? It's, I'm sure it's a different style for each ship. You've got a different dish yeah. type for each ship. So, yeah, I mean, that must have taken absolutely ages to do. So, fair play to the the art team. Yeah. A lot of people are, are asking for it to be put onto the Phantom. Yeah, I've, I've seen that um, request on the forums. I think Sally's probably noting it down now, saying, they want it for the Phantom. That means more money. Get it done. Yeah, but it, it takes a lot to put one of these together. Yeah, It's not It's not just like, oh, clip it all in together and make, make sure it fits the, the mesh for the skin. Yeah. Yes, no doubt for, for months, if not years to come now, we'll be seeing um, bug fixes in the patch notes saying, you know, fix issue where radar dish clips through DBX cockpit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that. Commander Lucky Strike, first time chatter. Hello. Um, they've said, um, I like the fact that it breaks up the Anaconda's deck. No more super flat boring. Yeah, I can see that. Like, it's still boring, though, mate, and let's be honest. Yeah, well, it's not as boring. It's, it's, it's There's only so much you can polish a turd. It's 80% boring instead of 100% boring. How's that? Right. 
Okay, well, we'll move on from there. We're going to take an ad break and then we'll come back with our main discussion. Lave Radio, broadcasting to every corner of the galaxy. Space is vast, and pirates have needs just like anyone else. Introducing the Lonely Pirate Handbook, the ultimate resource for lonely pirates. Our guide covers the hot spots and not spots of interstellar space, from smugglers' dens to space station taverns, with helpful chapters such as how to be presentable in polite society, how to get rid of that nefarious rank, and my favorite, occasionally shower. Are your early advances often mistaken for attempts to rob or plunder? Oh, I've come a long way for what's in your hold. Prepare to be boarded. Frameship charge detected. Oh. Buy today and receive the Lonely Pirates chat-up guide for free. I've got a very large hot point. Would you like to see my very large hot point? You're so hot. You're making my temperature critical. Lower your shields. I want to inspect the goods. Come back to my place. I might let you touch my E-rated anaconda. Are you smuggling illegal goods? Because you've got fine written all over you. The Lonely Pirate's Handbook. Now available in all Anarchy bookstores. We'll teach you to loot anyone's heart. Have you found yourself in a spot of bother with those Xenodes messing up your backyard? Oh, why are there Fargoids in my system? Can't leave the house without fear of a hyperdiction? Can't even get to work. Not that they've noticed, because everything's on fire there too. Sick of the amount of time it takes to scrub the caustic damage from those hard-to-reach places? Oh, fuck! Oh, it fucking hurts! Introducing Dr. Pope's Caustic Burn Cream. Apply a few drops to the affected area and feel the euphoria of instant relief. After that, just wash the burn away. It's like it was meant to happen. It's so good, you can even use it on your ships. Thanks, Dr. Pope. My ship smells brand new. Dr. Pope's Caustic Burn Cream, the miracle that can happen. Side effects may include dizziness, constipation and itching sensation, worship of an obviously aggressive false deity, death and loss of sense of smell. Should you experience any of these symptoms, please contact your doctor immediately. Not Dr. Pope though, he's busy. Dreams. Humanity's dreams. The hope to live among stars. From early times, we've gazed up to the heavens and wondered if one day we could travel there. Maybe even live there. The Brewer Corporation has made this dream a reality. Constructing intricate cathedrals of metal, circling numerous planets across thousands of systems in our human body. Why stay rooted in a gravity well when you can be free in orbit, free to dream, free to live, and one day to become the commander and be free to blaze your own trail? 
Iowa Corporation. The first step into the unknown. Come join us. Be free. I could murder a cup of tea. Yorkshire gold, if you have it. Double Yorkshire gold. <laughs> and if you don't have it, you're dead. Lave Radio, broadcasting to every corner of the galaxy. You know, every time I hear that thing with Tom Baker going on about tea, uh, I wonder what the heck has that really got to do with Lave Radio? But then, it doesn't matter it's Tom Baker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We don't need to ask questions. We don't a need to. Just, just, yeah. Anyway, the main discussion with the, with the content that we've basically discovered in in update for a sixteen so far, um, we can now officially spoil the the, the dedicant. Um, I've managed to do it. Uh, Alec, have you managed to do it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh, obviously, Ben hasn't. <laughs> but <laughs> and probably won't even when he's back. So it's no, it, fine. Probably, it probably won't anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, so if if you haven't been to the Dedican Tough, you're going to get spoiled. <laughs> this is this is the way we're going to discuss it. Yeah, I caught up with it, and yeah, some of those logs are absolutely terrifying. They really are. They're genuinely oh, disturbing. I think it's some of the darkest stuff they've they've done. I mean, yeah, wow. <laughs> they look like pinwheels. One in particular. Oh my god! Yeah, it's a screaming at the end. It's a yeah. screaming, and then and the clicky sounds and all of mm. the atmospheric atmospheric stuff that comes up hand in hand with it is legitimately some of the most harrowing I, I was i was full of it last week wasn't i like talking about how harrowing you were and, and you were you were spot on yeah beautiful and like it, harrowing and beautiful in the worst possible way um it was um the as far as discovering anything new i don't we there was only sort of like one tidbit that yeah. um i picked i picked up on um and we did a lot of scouring to find out if there was anything else that mentioned this but the 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 fog cultists getting a chip um under the skin yeah it didn't feel like a big i'm not sure it felt like a a big detail it felt a little bit like maybe just flavor do you not think i don't know i don't know it feels like the kind of thing it didn't need that that sentence didn't need to appear in the in the thing it no. had no other it had no other um other consequence um I, yeah. sort of thing or, or or no other um no other bearing so for it to just be a, a thrown in throwaway line i had I, one observation from all of this yep. um, uh, uh, which is that i i did it to myself again i fell for something i you know i invented something in my own head got carried away with it got excited and then realized oh you idiot you've just you've done it again and that was basically and by all means disagree but all mm -hmm. that stuff in preceding galnet about secret passageways and secret doors was was not foreshadowing of us being able to land on megaships and run around and open secret doors and do stuff. It was simply laying some groundwork for these voice logs. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I agree. I agree um, with the, with the fact that they were um, the um, federation teams, the alpha team, and stuff were being fucked with so heavily by um, the not today, Kathy bloke. Um, well, that line, that line is <laughs> that line is hilarious. It's it's so there's there's uh, there's so much about it. There's like because it's um, five incredibly different perspectives as well, um, all along the way. It's it's I, kudos to them. I think it's super clever. Yeah. What what I would say is that I mean, and again, shout if you disagree, but I think, I mean. This paints a sort of nice picture of of what these far god, or you know, a, a, a smattering of these, a cross section of these far god um, mm-hmm. supporters alike, and and they're pretty much as I imagine them. I mean, they're they're, they're deluded nutters of one form or another. Basically, with all the talk of heretics and not believing in the true. Uh, the true gospel and stuff like that. I was getting serious forty thousand Warhammer forty k vibes from from some of them. They're, they're they're basically tragic people who, for one reason yeah. or another, have have chosen to believe basically nonsense. And that and that builds on the. Um, I'm going to forget it. Forget the names. The two planets with the fog odd. Um, the abandoned bases. Very yes. long time ago, it builds on that because that yeah. is all individual logs from people going, um, "Oh, this is um, I, uh, people at rock bottom finding somewhere." Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, uh, and you get the sense that they were sort of, you know, as with a lot of these things, kind of followers and leaders. Um, yeah. they're both deluded, but deluded. But we know that the leaders are kind of um, really running with it and really loving the the authority that the, this whole. You know, the chanting one, the the chanting one is oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Forgive me for this, but Frontier only use two actors to do all the voices, don't they? Really? No. Don't they? I thought that I was under the impression that the (laughs) uh, one of the live streams they had the the the, these two actors turn up and they claimed well apart from the the ship voices where you obviously norman love it and and um how long ago was that colin yeah that may, I, I know what you mean i do know the one you mean actually colin but i that was a while back so was it because yeah. i was always under the impression that they just stuck with these two guys no i don't that's not the case anymore that's oh, not the it? case anymore there's um oh when i was when I was doing, there was something else that I was doing, and there was someone in chat who was like, "I recognise loads of these voices from um, other like little indie projects and stuff." I think they're they're voices people who give their give their voices for, and and not Fiverr cheap, but there are um, there are websites where you can yes, you I, can no. put out for people and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it, it's. It's more those. There's no way that Soa is the same person who was talking about the um, the pinwheels. That's not the same voice in any way, in any candor. Fair enough. Can I just say, actually, for people listening, that um, two things is, although I'm sure you have access to these logs on, on YouTube, a few, a few people um, have, you know, have just put the logs out on a YouTube. It, it really is worth going um, and sort of soaking up the atmosphere of actually being just, just drifting outside um, the ship while you listen to them. And yeah. the other thing worth saying is that the 
the the thyroid menace has now been pushed back from that system so it's entirely safe um you can you can rock up scan all 10 logs um, without any interference whatsoever unless of course you you hack any of the uh transmitters using um <laughs> limpets or try right. and get any of the cargo out of the uh, the ship then it starts opening firing you which is weird because it's supposed to be a dead ship Yes, that is a bit weird, isn't it? That doesn't. Um... <laughs> so you try and rescue the, the the remaining passengers, of which there aren't supposed to be any. Yeah, uh, and the ship then fires on you. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that that, that was my experience. <laughs> so yeah, the 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 dedicate is a fantastic um, atmospheric, and in some in some cases, very um, tragic. Uh, it, you know. Yeah, well item that's there but it's yeah it's definitely worth a visit i mean you don't get any monetary reward what you do get is experience and an experience <laughs> I, th- I i think you know g- given that um the direction the gameplay is going with the scythes is this whole thing of them trying to steal um people from us and given what i said about um having this attitude of, of sort of fun and just feeding them humans i, I think this these logs do quite a good job on making you think twice about that yeah Cool. Because it is genuinely horrifying, yeah. you know, and it's just a game, and you can laugh it off, of course. But on the other hand, if if you want to get a little bit invested, then I think to listen to those logs and then hand over occupied escape pods, um, <laughs> yeah, you have to be quite. Um, <laughs> what's the word? You can come as long as you can come compartmentalize it correctly. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. But you mean you compartmentalize it that what you're dropping aren't human beings? It's, well, it's... no, they're, they're still human beings, but you have to take out the fact that the other human beings that you heard on the logs were the ones who were really, really terrified. Those are those are different human beings. There was nothing that could be done with these. These ones in the escape pods are, I don't know, criminals, probably. Sure. <laughs> and then we can give them to them. Telephone yeah. sanitizers and middle managers, every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> the B arc straights back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you expect? I mean, the old games, if you if you uh, ejected uh, slaves into space, they automatically became fertilizers. So, yeah, that's. Um, mm. Right. Um, the next one, well, we've talked about the scythe. I don't think we need to talk about the scythe anymore. Uh, however, I have just completed the uh, Mike Brooks Legacy Tour. And what a fitting tribute. Beautiful. So, so fitting. So beautiful. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I haven't done the last one, actually. I did the first four. It was the first yeah. thing I did in Update 15. And then I got distracted by... Uh, the dedicant and so I yeah. still have the last site to visit and that the one thing I would say about this I would if you're if, if you are going to do this make sure that you've got a ship with a long jump range yeah yeah, yeah. I like that do you know yeah I, me I, too I, I don't know hmm I don't want to spoil it so I will just phrase this carefully but when I started out the first couple I did start to think how far is this tour going to take me and am I committed mm-hmm. to following it all the way? Um, yes, it, it, it takes you quite a long way. It takes you quite a long way and it takes you through some absolutely stunning sights. It mm-hmm. does. 
It does. I mean, yeah. Did you notice, I think it was the third site, and I can't remember the title of it. It was something like a bright pairing or... Yeah, I think so. was incredibly bright for me. I mean, I almost had to put my hand up and shade my eyes from the screen. It was extraordinary. Yeah, Yeah, hang on a second. You mean, I I will just send this... uh, I think I can send this one into the chat, but... Um, oh, if you've got a screenshot, this won't help the listeners, of course, but... Yeah. Is that the one you mean? Uh, where did you put that? <laughs> oh, hang on, it's processing. It might take a while. There. Uh, yes, almost certainly. Yes, yeah. probably, yes, probably was. Yes, yes. They're great sites. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're nice sites. And, but the, what's nice as well is obviously the wording about, um, about Michael. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> I I mean, I must admit, I, was, I saw him wield that that axe, and that that was a phenomenal piece of kit. Uh, yeah, so hmm. Uh, yeah, fitting tribute. Uh, it's one of those occasions where you wish you didn't have to put it in, but uh, it was. I'm yeah. so glad they did. I was so yes. worried that it wasn't going to be. I was worried that it wasn't going to be fitting or that it might have, it might have been t- like, could it have been too much? Could it have been n- yeah. not enough? And I just feel like the balance that they perfect. struck yeah, with it. Yeah, definitely. Perfect. So, so perfect. Yeah. It's very, very difficult to get that balance right. I mm. mean, the, yeah. I mean, there have been world of Warcraft. So they've got the genie from, uh, in, in this tribute to Robert Williams, Robin Williams, rather. Yeah. Uh, and of course, in Star Trek, um, Leonard Nimoy has got his own statue. Uh, so, yeah, there's... It, I mean, those are small, quiet, tasteful things, but, the, you know, there's always the danger that it just be that little bit too much, but I think in this case, absolutely perfect. and Judged it spot on. Uh, and what, um, the one thing I do like about it is that every single um, listening point uh, post will point you to the next one, and when you get to the end, it points to the first one. Yes. So it means that if you discover one of these things halfway through, you can then actually go around the whole circle, no matter where you start from. Unless saw- you put in a typo, <clears throat> um, like um, like dear Apaphis did, and ended up. Um, 1200 light years in the opposite direction until oh, he realized he's that too. Is it the, is it the sinew the FA sinew one? one? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it turns out there's also a sinew FA, yeah, like an AI <laughs> as well as an EA. And that, yeah, yeah, poor old Scar was in VR trying to type an autocomplete, took him quite a long way in the wrong direction, I think. Very funny, oh, very, must... very funny. I think I feel like I feel like Mike would have had a right laugh at that as well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I've done. The, I, I was in VR for most of that stuff, and just trying to type things in in the blooming heads while well, you've got the headset on. Yeah. Oh, it, it's it's painful. It is a shame, isn't it? That I mean, it doesn't happen very often, but little bits of text like this. It's a shame they can't somehow sort of hypertext a link into the mm. into the message you get in the inbox. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, well, the, the the other thing. This is the last thing I'm going to say about this. I'm glad to see that when you actually go to these tourist beacons, um, just like the dedicant, this time it goes into your codex. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been to some places where the codex is not updated and it's been such a shame because you sort of think, oh, I would have liked to have had a permanent record of that. But, um, yeah, in this case, they're in the codex as well, which I absolutely love. Good. Because yeah. I should probably come back to these. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, well, we'll take a deep breath and move on. Uh, because the, the last thing that uh, came or we've discovered so far, rather, has been the Thargoid Barnacle Matrix. And an insane, man. I lost my mind when I saw this. We were in the middle of a, um, middle of a game of D&D, and I stopped the D&D, and I was like, everyone needs to just quickly go and have a look at the, the screenshots channel that I have in my Discord, because Apaphis again had posted this thing of this Barnacle Matrix, and I was like, what in the actual hell is that? That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So unexpected. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what was so good about it. I mean, all this stuff was in the codex, but did they only appear once someone had discovered them? Probably, they, like normal stuff like that, isn't I, it? I suspect they were all thrown into the game in update 16. Um, 16 yeah. And yeah, it took a while for people to find them. There's loads. There's like 40 or 50, as we mentioned earlier in the show. But, um. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we've got a spreadsheet, which um, has come from various sources, one of which being the Hutton of uh, Orbital Truckers. Uh, and it, it's got a, sort of a real weird mix. We've got coral trees, sap balls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, barnacle matrix growth and toughened spear roots. Do we, um, um, are they only in atmospheric planets? Yes. Like yes, ones with an atmosphere. Oh, is it? Yay. Uh, yes, I, I want to say yes. All the ones, I've visited at least a dozen because I decided I was going to do a grand tour of that spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Although it grew grew quicker than I could keep up with it. But um, yeah, of the, of the dozen I've visited were all atmospheric. Yeah. Are they uh, extra them, planet types? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them are um, now sort of like locked to Thargoid as well. I don't, I, I, I've seen smatterings of that sort of running by as well, saying we, we can't um, turn those back from being, being Thargoid places Interesting. now. Interesting. Interesting. I'm sure I, I saw that. that. I'm sure, I'm sure I saw that on an um, AXI report thing. So, so as soon as the Thargoids have put one of these, bases in, that system is basically Thargoid. Oh, let me have Wow. That's an interesting suggestion that these are somehow, they put a pin in it and it locks it. I'm I'm feeling like that is that is the case. I swear I've seen that. I've I've seen that somewhere. I might be um... Yeah, I wonder if there's a certain amount of time where a system has to be occupied, and then once that system is occupied yeah, for a certain length of time, bang. So this it. was this was from the um, the third of August's um, defense targets thing that um, the Anti Xeno Initiative sent out, mm-hmm. um, and it says um, the Thargoid Barnacle Matrix appears to entirely block recapture process in systems based on. Um, uh, uh, forward experiments. 
Um, they're saying, please feel free to investigate the sites just given. Neither kills nor samples dented the test site. They will not set it as a priority recap, not having your head but a brick wall, because um, there was no progress with them. So, yeah, um, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's... I, that, that is like saying, okay, um, that changes the board, because if, at that point, that means those systems... They could expand from those and then just consolidate by putting more permanent settlements in and then slowly move out and move out and move out and there'd be nothing that we could do about it. Because my, I mean, so I've spent the better part of the week at these sites because I absolutely love them. Mm -hmm. But what intrigues me about them is aside from the the organics on the coral trees which you can shoot and then you get these sap balls which are sort of caustic material that you can scoop up yeah in the srv you can't actually do anything at these sites i mean they're they're patrolled by revenants and it's quite right. fun to, to go shooting revenants and and, and they're fun to drive around and they're, they're, they're amazing to listen to and look at and but but what do they do they don't seem to do anything which which like seems bonkers. extraordinary because yeah, like a puzzle. It feels like there ought to be a puzzle there, but it, it's either not switched on or we haven't figured it out, or there isn't a puzzle there. No, it, it, is, it is something that, um, yeah, it's, it's like when we dif discovered the barnacles. All we could do was, was shoot at them and maybe knock the meta-allies off the, off the trees. But, yeah, um, it seems moment, a lot of work to go through to create these sites just to provide us with yet another caustic... Um, commodity that we don't know what to do with. Do you not? Do you not get the impression that they um, that they may potentially be um, uh, birthing a thargoid, <laughs> like birthing not a certain birthing like a new titan or something like that? Not really. I've seen lots of rumours of what people think is going on at these sites but I've seen a lot of people talking about the um, the spear roots in particular mm -hmm. growing and I'm sorry I'm going to call BS on that yeah. and, and I have said that if anyone can prove it to me I will donate £10 to the charity of their choice <laughs> You're pretty well, sure then Well it, it, what it is people claim that the Thargoid, the original Thargoid sites were growing mm -hmm. right? when and actually they, they were, were being consumed. Well it was lighting or shadow but they don't change Mm -hmm. And and I would sort of argue that with the exception of things like mechanical things like little flappy wings and doors and stuff, things in this game are, I often use the phrase, made of concrete. Mm -hmm. Like, nothing grows or changes shape. or So I, I just don't buy that anything on that site is, is, is growing. We're meant to, it's meant to feel like it's growing, you know, the, the audio and there are these sort of earthquakes at the base of the spear roots um, and it shakes and there's dust and rocks get thrown up. Um, I say rocks, rock effects that, you know, they don't settle or anything. Mm. So it's meant to feel like it's stretching and growing. But honestly, if it actually grows and I, I visit these sites and the thing is bigger tomorrow, then I will... Well, I offered to eat my hat, but I don't have a hat, so I will pay £10 to the charity of the person's what, choice. What about... Things convince me they're growing. I don't What about it. on this midway tick thing that um, Arthur was very adamant that we, were going, that we were going to have? Maybe this midway tick, there'll be a little bit of growth then. 
Yeah, I speculated on like you could have a, a a sort of step change growth on the weekly tick, or or you know they they could suddenly be bigger on updates. So that would be a bit crap, though, wouldn't it? To just suddenly log in and the and the thing is, if they grow, then when do they get small again, or do they, they never get small spurts. again? And... They never get small. They sooner or later they consume the whole planet, and then that's that. I'd love yeah, to see I mean, it. Same, the, I'd love to see it as well. <laughs> the entire planet becomes Thargoid and alive. No, I love these sites, but they, they baffle me because I don't yeah. quite understand what they're for. Well, they're basically, hu- they're, it's where they compost all the humans. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening. That's what's happening to the escape pods. Compost time. Okay. It's compost corner. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, we're moving on from... Um, Specu- the, the speculation. I mean, so far, I have been for the for the size of the update because update sixteen was, I think, the smallest of the three up- Thargoid updates so far. But even then, the amount of content that we've got from it has been fantastic. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. So if you if there is more hidden stuff to find, um, well, I, I hope do hope we find it soon, but. Let's just digest this stuff first, I think. Um, right, we'll move on to any other business. Uh, now, I've just got a quick thing to say. Um, for ECM in... Oh, good grief, it's, it's less than two weeks now. Mm-hmm. Week on Friday. Week on Friday. Yes. I know. Um, now, if anybody wants to book a game of Elite Miniatures, uh, I've set up a Google form uh, that you can uh, register your interest at and book a game. Uh, and we'll put a link to that in the show notes so that you can feel free to uh, to join in. So far, we've got a, a few people signed up. So uh, if if there are spaces left available, just drop on the table uh, and we'll slot you in. Um, Psychic. Hi. It's my D&D show on Monday. Not Monday, Sunday. God, can you imagine? It's mm. on Sunday, um, episode three. The party is now level two, um, which means that they have effectively double the health and a few more abilities. And um, it's a really it's a really good one. I'm going to pull myself away from playing Baldur's Gate to play D&D with my friends. So you're pulling yourself... I'm moving from, from D&D to D&D. <laughs> I am. I am legitimately. This is this is the best timeline. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I must admit, I've completed Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. I want... I, the temptation to buy 3 at the moment, I have... So good. I, it's so good, Colin. <laughs> fuck 1 and 2. Fuck them. Oh, it's so good. No, I, I'm not saying sod the, sod the old ones. I'm just... I, I need to finish these other games. I've got to do that, otherwise I'm weak. <laughs> right. Um, I think question of the week. Now we missed last week because we had so much to talk about. But yes, this is this is this is a good one. Um, what rare commodity would you add to Elite if you could? I thought that this was going to be really, really tricky. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that we were going to get a lot of answers. But honourable mention to Cheb's Will, who was prolific on Discord. I've only included some of them because he included so many. So please come to our Discord and read the thread, if you will. Because <laughs> there was there were so many things from Will on there, and it's incredible. Yeah, it, if someone had been on the milk and cookies for that one, I must admit. <laughs> uh, you'll have to take the first one, because I know exactly 
<laughs> I know exactly where this one's coming from. Well, from Freya. Yeah. Freya Crescent says, Lancers, beautiful, powerful, dragon killing lancers. I used to be a dragon knight, dragoon knight back on Terra. I, I miss fighting with a lance. I can still jump in the air and rain hell on an enemy from above, though. <laughs> oh, funny. I thought this was a, a related to the first edition. Oh, no, they've brought it back in fifth, haven't they? They've brought Dragon Lance back. Um, I believe. I haven't been paying that much attention. I don't really pay that much attention to whatever Wizards of the Coast do at the moment because it just makes me sad. <laughs> well, for us old timers, there was Dragonlance oh, yeah, that yeah, really yeah. got you into it. So yeah, uh, I guess it's it, I've got to take this one due to national pride. Uh, our own Edelweiss says I would create the Harry Haggis pelt. When it comes in white, brown, and dark grey, and has one leg longer than the other to allow it to run with ease around its native hilly habitat. The pelts are an excellent insulator, but so coarse that a human touching them will cause a fatal skin rash. So you ain't going to be making a sporran out of those. like it. It's got something of the humour of the original um, elite descriptions, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sorry about this, but does anybody look at Tribbles and think that's what Haggis are? Yeah, it's 100% like? that's what Haggis are. There's, there's, there's no um, differentiation. <laughs> Although the genetically modified Tribble from uh, the last series of Picard, that was, that was frightening. <laughs> um, I haven't seen that yet. No, me either. I've, I've, I've seen the very silly. end of Picard, of the last thing of Picard. I didn't watch it all the way through. Oh, no. It, it was absolutely hilarious when they they went into and found all the deep, dark secrets. And one of them was a genetically modified triple that looks That's incredible. It scared Worf. <laughs> Uh, Clara Bloodwin, the secret ingredient used in Guardian alloys that was never identified. The very reason we cannot reverse engineer Guardian armor or most Guardian technology. It was the cornerstone of their tech and obviously would open the doors. I like it. Good stuff. We need a name for it. Gardonium? Gardonium. Gardonimus <laughs> <Yes>. Maximus. Gardonobtanium. <laughs> I was waiting for an unobtainium in there somewhere. But, but it's, it's it's special because it's got Guardian at the front of it. Salvationium. So, no, no, I want no. that to work. Right. No, but it did go in his big mech suit. Oh! <laughs> Silas, yeah, Silas Rezzy. Go on, Alec, you can take this one. Are Tribbles a thing, currently? If they are, then maybe copies of a guide to galactic hitchhiking. But you can only get them from Ursa Minor and never gain value. Oh, <laughs> copies of a guide to a galactic hitchhiking like would that. be so good. A, a galactic hitchhiking guide would be just perfect. Yeah. J- like, yeah. just in, uh, enough that it's not infringing any copyright, but you know, oh yeah, man. Yeah, like leathery eggs and things. It's yeah, nice yeah, yeah. So you could definitely do that. Although the fact they got leathery eggs at the Ridley Scott. Yeah, yeah. Great. Nice touch. Um, uh, Jim J. Candid. Ship interiors, but they only work at Hutton Orbital. (laughs) Uh, Record. 
That's that that funny. Record Inc. says a towel, which again links back. Maybe you could get them from the same place as <laughs> yeah. the um, the other one. You know what? I'm sure there's a special item for towels. Is there? I had a big oh. list of the. Yeah, I, there's, I, a I, there was, there's a list on on the wiki somewhere. I, I thought it was a, an Inara, but yeah. Well, if you guys look that up while the, while I'm while we go through the next one. Uh, oh. Good grief. How am I supposed to spell this from the horseman? Nargarian. Nar, Naran. Narangan. Naragan. There you go. Horse cheese? Was that spelt right? I thought that said horse cheese to begin with. <laughs> Which. Well, it, it says it, I, I copied it. I literally pressed Control C and Control V. <laughs> so I can't possibly get it. It's not my fault. <laughs> I, I don't know what hose cheese is. I think it's. I think <laughs> it, it's. Is it like. Is it. Want to even type it loose screwsy? Or is that a loose screws reference, maybe? That I just. I'm not getting. Hose or maybe. sounds like. Um, like sort of cheese string, but, but then some. Hose <laughs> cheese. Going out of a hose. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you, 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 you'd it's struggle to turn that into mozzarella sticks. <laughs> uh, yeah, honourable mention goes to Canon Research Avian Cheese of the Course. Oh, to, oh good grief, gun. Phrasing, Colin. Um, avian Cheese, of course. Hashtag for the cheese. Uh, Digital Druid. Anaconda Toy. Price. One credit. Location. Hutton Orbital. Brilliant. Brilliant. I like that. Yeah, I like that as well. <laughs> and that way they can say you can get your anaconda there for a credit. <laughs> there, Happy... There's already two rares. That yeah. On there. Yeah. yeah gin true. and mugs you can get from Hutton. Okay, I think it's. There's not a limit on how many rares. Yeah, you can but get let, on there's a lot of other places. Let them have some. <laughs> Happy Moon Monkey. Monkey. I'm, you know, every time I Happy see his moon monkey. <laughs> yeah, every time I see his name, I'm pronouncing it different every single time. <laughs> it's worse. It's worse than what I was with Mac. Um, tangentially, on food Odyssey, we should be able to interact with some of the rares. Drink Harma rum out of a hut and mug. Collect and use the Gilead's signature weapons, or the Camonian historic weapons. Nice. Yeah, that, that is. <laughs> I quite agree. Yeah, let's drink some Harma rum. I mean, it's advertised everywhere, so we should clearly get to have some. Let, we should be drinking the... Surely we're drinking the gin that you can get from from Hutton out of the Hutton mug. Surely it's sacrile- sacrilege to drink anything else. <laughs> really? like, Go on. I was going to say, I like the next one. I, if anyone, I'll take it Anyone that's following loose screws, I mean, I think you could probably see this coming. Morte stete! <laughs> So I need to, I was actually thinking today that I might even Google Mortestetta and see if I can get some, because they keep banging on about this coffee. I assume it's real and not fictional. Maybe I've made a tit of myself saying that I'm actually going to buy some. Um, but anyway, so um, yes, JN Tracks says a beverage-like product available from Loose Screws Faction. According to the manufacturer, Mortestetta can be used like you would use coffee. At your own risk. Everyone who uses Mote Stete understands what's special about it, but it's difficult to explain to anyone who hasn't tried it. Yeah, that just makes me want to buy some Mote Stete coffee now. 
<laughs> don't think it's real. Is it not real? Um, oh, a very, a real. very, I'm, very I'm, quick. I'm, a very quick Google says that it's not real. I'm not sorry. Real? I made it up. Have I missed? Uh, am I not getting the joke? Either the joke is you fell for it. <laughs> yeah. As uh, again, again. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I really wanted something. Uh, right. Uh, Mark Gamer 01. Mugong Mental Sauce. <laughs> An exquisite accompaniment to create fried chicken wings. The legendary taste is said to be to die for. Sadly, certain retro allergens in the secret ingredients mean that hyperdeath is also on the table. With no way of, to know if you are allergic or not, will you risk it for the biscuit? <laughs> I just love Sounds that. Legit, actually, Mugong mental sauce. I can see that being in the game. Absolutely, I can. Um, oh, do, do, okay. do, you me, do you want me to take this? Yeah, you take this one. We've okay, been sitting with this one. There were, there were so many more. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, Mortistete, I did a quick Google. It's, um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but it means stand still in Latin. I don't know if that makes, makes more sense now. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't. Maybe I'm flying directly over my head is what that is. Anyway, Chibs Will um, <coughs> says the Welly pencils. Um, they, they, these use a special lead extracted from the bingo tree of feelings. It writes in various colours depending on the emotions of the author. Red for angry, black for sad, blue for not bothered. It comes with a warning that if you need a wee, you may get other colours. Ugh. Um. <laughs> oh god wrong the dingali criticizing burgers as a spin-off from rate my plate the criticizing burgers will rate the person that eats them down to the last mouthful it is recommended not to have these at the end of a bender of lavy and brandy because the, the review on exit can be upsetting <laughs> none of the look it's not pleasant. <laughs> Will, are you okay? <laughs> Luna, Luna X-ray glasses. Availability, Galileo, the moon. Contrary to what you think, these glasses do not give you superhuman powers, but are a legacy from early lunar colonization. There was a fear that exposure to too many X-rays would make you blind even more than teenagers' private hobbies. The Smallville Glasses Company patented a sapphire glass that is totally opaque to x-rays. The fashion was at its peak in the 2380s, along with the resurgence of attaching bottle tops to trainers. But now this outdated fashion accessory is only available in limited numbers. If you can find a vintage pair with a Bakelite frame, you could buy your very own Sidewinder with its value. <laughs> Most modern pairs only have cheap imitation plastic frames, so... Um, I've just looked up in Anara. There are no towels. Yeah, I had a I had a look as well wow. on the rares. It's not there. It's not there. It's 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 not there. There were there were yeah. He's done he's done a couple. He did a couple of others in there as well. They're brilliant. Go and check <laughs> out the thread. I really 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 enjoyed them. <laughs> yeah. So we'll come up with a new question of the week later on i mean how do you follow that i mean i mean i mean we we gave people two weeks to do it and it's been it's been really lovely um i love doing these i love seeing them come in it's great 
Um, keep an eye on our Twitter. I'm not calling it X. No one is fucking calling it X who isn't Elon Musk. Um, and keep an eye on our Discord because I do a, um, a thread in the Discord as well for it. But um, I really enjoy doing doing it. And I love hearing hearing your st- your stupid ideas, Will. And else. Keep them going. Keep them going. Yeah. Right. Um, let's do our shout outs then. Um, our sister station at Hutton Orbital Radio, it broadcasts on a Thursday at 8.30. You can tune in at twitch.tv slash Hutton Orbital Truckers. Or if you just want the audio, go to radio.forthemug.com. For the discerning commander that likes a bit of CQC action, you can check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash Elite Dangerous CQC. And we'll give shout outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts who. Uh, so, hello to the Guard Frequency who do other space games as well, as well as cheating on their episode numbers. I think we can all agree on that. I don't care. Does that count? Actually, that's probably the best policy. Probably. Yes. Uh, and of course, there's the wonderful cheese obsessed loose screws. Um, uh, we, we hope, and Commander Indigo has not been punished for, for coming over to the, the lave side last time. Um, we unfortunately, this week, due to, um, due to canine issues, um, Commander Witherspoon and Commander Beetlejuice haven't got a Galnet News Digest. We hope your, your pooch gets better, Pete. Um, yeah, uh, we'd also like to thank everybody who's chipped in the Twitch chat, uh, and I know that we haven't had any in-game commanders today because basically both Chris and Ben are away. Um, so special thanks uh, are always go out to Commander Tokoso, JN Tracks, and Ellen Stroud, who have created music for the show. Uh, I do believe Commander Venture. Do we have a another track from Alan to play out tonight? Yes, we do. I've got it set up, ready to go. Yeah, um, Alan has uh, allowed us to use another of the um, uh, Leave Revolution soundtrack, so we'll uh, we'll play that out with that one. Um, so that's it for another episode of Leave Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can find the contact links in the home slash contact us menu on the laveradio.com website. If you uh, do let us know if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Live Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 and streamed out on laveradio.com slash live. So thanks to Psychit. Well, adventurers! Don't critical rule. Not critical rolling. That says it Tuesday yet. I'm never going to say that here because I dread for these times. Um, <laughs> farewell, adventurers. I'm going to be playing Baldur's Gate for another couple of hours now. <laughs> Uh, oh, and uh, thanks, of course, to Commander Alec Turner. Thank you, Caroline. Less than two weeks to ECM. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and finally, special thanks to today's tech specialist. That's the legendary Commander McTura. <laughs> is this going to be the the, yep. the tech sign out from now yep, on? This is how it happens. This, is, this so. is how it starts. <laughs> So, until next time, Commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous.